0: Hello, and welcome to Educators to Educators podcast. I'm Carrie Conover, and this is episode number 37, End of the Year Tips and Tricks. If this is your first time listening to Educators to Educators podcast, welcome. So glad to have you. And for all of you that are returning, welcome back. Really quick, before we get started today, I have a huge announcement to make. Over the last year, I've spent countless hours thinking about how I can best serve our E2E community, as well as continue to celebrate teacher leaders from across the nation and the world. As I've put together online conferences, podcasts, blogs, and I've talked to teachers, I'm hearing the three same messages over and over. One, teachers want to learn from teachers outside of their own school district. Two, teachers want the chance to shine and share their talents. And three, teachers want affordable, differentiated professional development. So that's why this May we are launching the E2E membership site. Before you fast forward this, I want to tell you the price, before I even tell you any of the details, because we've made it so affordable. The E2E membership site is $10 a month, the cost of two Starbucks. For $10 a month, you're going to receive access to our entire conference video library, including Teacher New Year Reboot and this upcoming summer conference. Each month, you'll also be given more and more access to all of our paid courses and conferences. That includes the career conference that was just out this January. Each month, you'll get a few of those presentations added to your membership site. You'll get presentations from Classroom to Boardroom 101 and 201, you'll get Best Year Ever. You will get so much great stuff. And as soon as the summer conference goes live, you'll have access to that too. You'll get all of the videos from the summer conference as well. So that's really great if you can't make the conference on January 15th and 16th. You're also going to get fun freebies in your mailbox. We already have E2E members and just today I sent out some printable really cute thank you cards that they can give to other teachers within their building for teacher appreciation week. So I don't want to ramble on and on about this. It's worth it. Go to educators 2 to learn more. But before I jump off and start talking about end-of-the-year tips and tricks, I got to tell you about this May deal. If you sign up as a member in May, you are going to have instant access to over 100 videos. You're going to be locked into this founder's rate of $10 per month the entire time you stay a member. So if the membership's price goes up, which it will you will be at that $10 per month rate forever. And finally, do you remember last year when Heather Campbell, Jill Schaefer, and I created Teacher Summer Reboot and teachers went crazy for it? It was a $97 course. If you sign up in the month of May, you will receive Teacher Summer Reboot for free. For the summer, you will become part of that course automatically as a member of E2E. This is a no-brainer. That's a $97 value. So don't pass this up. You're going to get so much good stuff for $10 a month. We look forward to you becoming a member. Uh, you can learn more at educators 2 But as always, you're going to get this free podcast from Educators to Educators. So let's get on to this free content and let's talk about my tips for the end of the year and wrapping up your school year. Today, I wanted to do a little bit more of a fun light-hearted episode because last week's episode was a little bit more on the heavy side, a little deep for some of you, I'm sure. But this week, I wanna give you some of my best end of the school year tips and tricks. So this first one that I'm gonna give you, I know you're gonna wanna throw stuff at me, so brace yourself before I say it. Okay, you ready? I want you to stay at school one week after the last day of school. Okay, are you throwing stuff at me? I'm sure you are. Hear me out here. I know you're tired. I know you're exhausted. I know you want to get on with your summer. But if you can stay in your building for a couple of days to a week after, you will thank yourself come August or September here's what I want you to do. I want you to finish up any last minute cleaning and organizing that you didn't get done when you know the students and people were helping you at the end of the year and you were packing up. I also want you to create lists of yourself, of things that you need and the things you don't need. What happens just over the summer, we forget what we have. We go to Office Max. they're having a huge sale on folders, they're a penny each, we buy 5,000 of them, then we get to school and realize, oh, I already had a stack of folders from last year. So make a note of what you have and what you need to keep an eye out for for good deals over the summer. I also want you to make a map of your classroom. So especially if you have staff coming in to clean uh, during the summer, draw out a map. We had to do this every year as we left school, we had to turn in a map of our classroom and that made it really easy for our engineers and janitorial staff to get our classroom back the way we wanted it. This is really great if you kinda wanna change your classroom around for the next year, draw up the new plan and hand it on over and somebody does that work for you, which is just amazing. One thing as you're getting ready to pack up your school year is you should take pictures of things in your room. So maybe your library or how you have a bulletin board set up. Maybe you have a certain corner in your room set up a certain way. Take those pictures so that if you do get extra help in the fall, when you're coming back to school to set up from maybe friends or family or students or parents, you can hand them a picture and say, hey, this is what my classroom library should look like. Set it up like this. And they have a visual so you don't have to oversee that process as much. So you're at school that last week, it's going to be so quiet because everybody's going to get out of Dodge, but you. So that's the nice thing about staying that last week is it's going to be quiet and people aren't going to be interrupting you. Here's what I want you to do. After your room is cleaned up and organized, you have your map all sc- written out, you have your list going. I want you to write down your two first two weeks of school. I want you to plan it out. Now, if you're switching grades or things might change, you may not wanna do this. But if you know you're gonna be in the same grade, I want you to plan out your two first two weeks. I want you to print and copy all your welcome materials, stickers, labels, folders. I want you to get everything ready to go clipped and labeled. And that way, when you come back, For those professional development days at the beginning of the school year, instead of you sitting there and ignoring the person at the front of the room who's doing the professional development and trying to do that work during that time, you can be present for the professional development and you can be present those first few weeks of school and feel go into the school year feeling super confident in yourself because you've already done all of this prep work. So get those first two weeks ready, and then when school starts, you can take the time to get to know the parents, get to know the kids, and you can be two weeks ahead on your lesson planning, which is just the best feeling. I want you to also really do a deep, clean of your room. I want you to weed out the stuff you don't use. So as you're packing up and at that week that you're there and all that quiet time, I want you to go through your stuff and really have an honest conversation with yourself. Is it bringing you joy? Have you used it in the last few years? Does it need to be, you know, replaced? I do this where um, I go through my closet at the end of each season and I'm like, I never wore that sweater Winter's coming to an end. I'm probably never gonna wear it. Let's resell it or give it to Goodwill. So do that same thing in your classroom. Okay, so my first tip is stay after the school year ends if you can. You will thank yourself when you come back to school in the fall. Okay, here's my second thing. And if you all attended the New Year Reboot Conference, you heard me talk about in my best year ever session how I really think that you have to plan intentional downtime. I noticed for me in the summer, I actually went through like a little bout of like the blues sometimes in the summer. And it was because I had no routine. So I went from going 500 miles an hour to boom, no routine. And I realized that for me, I need to plan intentional downtime. So if I don't have any kind of structure, I would, I would start to feel kind of blocked. So maybe I spend the whole day watching Netflix or watching TV before I had kids. I would feel just horrible at the end of the day. But if I planned it out and said, okay, I'm gonna watch a movie on Friday afternoon from one to three, and then I did it, and then I kind of put a cap on it so I wasn't watching TV all afternoon, it felt so much better. So I want you to plan intentional downtime throughout the summer, and I want you to give even your downtime some structure. The other thing I think a lot of us do is we go into the summer saying, I'm going to be so healthy, I'm going to work out every day, I'm going to work out five hours every day, I'm going to have all these sticker charts for my kids, we're going to do all these things. Be kind to yourself. Have some structure, but make sure you're not over-promising and under-delivering on all of those big things you want to do during the summer. Make it really realistic. I want you to also plan friend time. So what I want you to do when you stop listening to this podcast is I want you to go on your phone or in a notebook, and I want you to write down every friend that you want to see this summer. Who makes you feel so good about yourself. Who is a friend or a loved one that you miss so much and wish that you got to spend time with? Man, as I'm even saying this out loud, I'm thinking of my good friend Trish and my friend Andrea and my college friends who live in Indianapolis. Like, I wanna go see them this summer. So I want you to think about those people that you just don't get enough time with or who you've been you know, saying, oh, we're gonna get together. I want you to make a list of those people. I want you to email them or text them today to make plans for this summer. Because we all know the summer goes so fast and the next thing you know it's time to go back to school and it's really disheartening if you didn't get to spend time with the people that you really wanted to spend time with. So make the list now about those people that you want to spend time with. So you're going to spend that extra time at the end of the school year at school getting ready for the beginning of the school, uh, the school year, and then you're going to cut it off and you're going to spend intentional time relaxing and intentional time with the people you miss and love. My next tip is for those of you that have kids. So those of you that you don't have kids, I'm sorry. Um, This one's for you, but stick to the end of the podcast. Please hear me out because you might have kids one day or maybe you have a friend with kids. Here's the deal. You need alone time. You need time for quiet for yourself. And I think that we all think, oh, well, if I have kids and I'm a teacher in the summer, I save all this money on childcare and all this, and it's free, I get to spend time with my kids. I know me personally, I need alone time to be the best mom I can be. And so find affordable camps, summer camps for your kids. Our park district has camps that are very affordable. See if you can get them in a camp. I'm not talking just a 50 minute class where you sit in the lobby and wait for them to get out. That's not alone time. See if you can find a half-day camp and that you get the mornings free. And then the afternoon, you get to spend quality time with your kids because you're getting all that stuff done in the morning that you can't do without your kids there. Or maybe you're relaxing in the morning. Try to find affordable camps and opportunities for your kids. And if you have multiple kids, get them out of the house at the same time. Get them out of the house both in the morning so you truly have time to yourself. If you can't afford summer camps or longer you know, opportunities for your kids, Find a friend who has kids and do a kid swap and say, okay, on Mondays and Wednesdays, I'll take your kids for two hours. And then on Tuesdays and Thursdays, you take my kids and do full kid swaps. No kid is left behind. You need quiet alone time. Okay. So I want you to make sure your kids are busy so that you get time alone. The other thing I want you to think about is, What could you do? What kind of motivation could you give your kids to help you prepare for fall? So if your kids are a little older like mine, maybe you motivate them to organize your office papers, file your papers. My eight-year-old was scanning tax documents for me the other day. So make a list of all the kind of stuff that you don't really want to do. Put it on a chart and motivate your kids. My kids, they're very motivated by money. They love to earn money and buy things that they want because we don't really spoil them with extra things outside of their birthdays and holidays. So my kids like to earn money. So I come up with lists of things that I don't want to do, and I try to get them to do it with me. The other thing you can do is make grocery shopping fun with your kids. Say, okay, what do you guys want to cook this week? Each of you pick a recipe and let them build their own grocery list, and you go grocery shopping together. Um, Get your kids really involved in some of those chores that you normally have to do in a rush during the school year, but now you might have a little bit more time to get them done in the summer. I really think cooking during the summer with my kids. Um, I recently wrote a blog post about um, we were using HelloFresh and how it really brought my kids together during the school year, especially because we're so busy. Um, It's a kind of a fun blog post to um, read. So check that out at educators2educators.com if you want. It's under the family section. But I find the summertime a really good time to involve my kids in things like cooking and um, planning food and really teaching them those life skills that maybe I don't necessarily have time to do during this. One of my favorite websites to get yummy, good, easy recipes that my kids love is Taste Better From Scratch. So tastebetterfromscratch.com. Obsessed with that website. It's a fun one to check out. So I try to have a really well-rounded podcast here. The first thing I want you to do is to stay that extra week at school. So that really involves school, what you can do in your classroom. I promise you that it will pay off when you come back to school, that you have two weeks' worth of lesson plans copied, supplies ready to go for those first two weeks of school. Um, And that way you're prepared if any surprises come up. So I want you to try to spend that extra time at school after the last day. The second thing is I want you to make a list of the people that you really want to spend time with this summer and email them right now and get it on the calendar because summer goes by like that. And finally, make sure that you're planning, if you have kids, alone time in the summer where you can be by yourself in the quiet. Find inexpensive camps, do kids swaps, and then also involve your kids in a lot of the to-do lists that you have to get done. Uh, throughout the summer and motivate them with pay or rewards going to the pool or whatever make sure that they help you do those things during the summer that you have on your to-do list okay those are three tips that really helped me um, i hope they helped you i know it's crazy that we're already talking about summer but it's going to be here before we know it again we have so many fun things going on at educators to educators this summer please become part of that free conference and you guys they're so good it's pre-k12 super excited we have a lot of great middle school and high school presenters this time we always have great pre-k5 but it's it's going to be amazing and mostly just to be part of the e2e community is really fun Uh, so join us for that conference so check those out join us this summer for some fun learning and until next time my friends keep on teaching on